Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out America's Podcast. Full warning, right off the bat. Full warning, there's going to be a lot of (coughs) coughing and clearing of the throat the entire program. A dusty day today at Take Junk. Take Junk is a junk removal company that I own and operate here in Massachusetts out of Wilmington, Mass. If you're within the Wilmington, Mass area, I'd say 5, 10, 15 miles around Wilmington and you need junk removal, reach out. TakeJunk.com, 844-TAKE-JUNK. You can hit me up at Anthony at TakeJunk.com. Matter of fact, the podcast is brought to you by Take Junk, America's podcast. Take your space back, America. Call Take Junk. The podcast is done five times a week. We do this five times a week. We crank out America's hottest topics five times a week, guy. I know, I get fired up. We get it going. We talk about the things you want to talk about because it's your podcast, America. It's yours. I'm here for you. And I want to talk about the things that you want to talk about. And of course, I want to bitch about the things that suck and the spilt milk that happens in my life. I have one thing. We'll get to it. Five times a week we're doing this. Go to anthonypaziali.com. Click on one of the podcast links. Subscribe to the podcast. I need you to subscribe. Go subscribe to one of the podcasts. Give me a five-star rating. Even if you don't like me, just give me a five-star rating while I'm building. Once the podcast gets big, you can shit on me. For now, go leave a nice comment. Say, hey, even lie. Go on there and be like, oh, that dude's good looking. He's six feet tall and he's got long hair. I'm asking you to lie. Put a nice little comment in there for me. And then, of course, if you're watching on Facebook, when we do this, we're live streaming. We live stream on Facebook, on Twitter, and we live stream on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, sub to my page. If you're on Twitter, retweet this, follow me. And if you're on Facebook, share the feed with everybody. Let them know that America's podcast is happening right now. Share it. And then hit the, hit the follow, hit the like button, get the notifications so you know when we're live, so you know when we're going. Few things that I want to get to tonight. Remote school has started somewhere. Remote schooling starts for me tomorrow, and I'm ready to eat a gun. I want to talk about that. I have spilt milk. Something happened last night, and have I mentioned on this program that that I don't like dogs? Have I have I mentioned this? Have I have I, I have I told you guys how much I like cheese pizza? And have I mentioned that I don't like dogs? I, I think I've covered this ridiculously on this podcast. I want to talk about that. I got. Uh, LeBron James gets called out by an L.A. sheriff. I want to talk about that. My daughter just came downstairs. Hopefully she won't bother us too much. There's a new study done on the image of the United States around the world. The world feels a certain way about the United States. I think you know how they feel, but we'll talk about that. That should be covered under the category of how stupid do you think we are? We know how you feel. The NFL ratings, are they good? Are they bad? Did, did players protesting and kneeling during the national anthem affect the NFL's ratings? We're going to talk about that. But before we get to that, because before I lose you, before you disappear, at least I can give you some good information, some breaking news that will get everybody back into Red Lobster. I haven't been to Red Lobster. I don't even think I've ever been to a Red Lobster, to be honest with you. I might have been. I can't remember. I don't really like seafood that much. I like shrimp. I'll eat shrimp, shrimp, shit. Listen, fucking, what's that? Mm, mm. Coconut shrimp? I love coconut shrimp. Do I like, um, uh, what, what, fried clams? Of course I like fried clams with the bellies. I live right by Kelly's. But I'm not the, the biggest uh, lobster fan or the biggest crab fan. But I'm going to a red lobster, and, I, and, and I'm going to tell you why. They have a new drink. You can check out the photo of it on my Facebook or on my Twitter or on my Instagram. And they're all at Spaz, W-A-F. They have a new alcoholic beverage. It's called the Dew Arita. No, the Dew Garita. How do you fucking... Man, I can't even read my own writing, dude. Dew Garita. Right, so instead of a margarita, it's a Dew Garita. It's Mountain Dew. It's a Mountain Dew margarita. So it's... Basically, they took Mountain Dew and they and they poured tequila in it. And it looks phenomenal. I wish I had tried it years ago. I'm going to do some Dugaritas at my house this weekend. I have Patron. I'm going to go buy some Mountain Dew. I haven't drank Mountain Dew since I was like 10. So I'm going to go get some Mountain Dew and I'm going to mix it. I honestly, their marketing department must have had like a 15 year old kid in there that was like, hey, you know, I, I like Mountain Dew and we usually drink 
tequila straight because we can't get any other alcohol and they mix it together. Dugarita. It looks good. It looks phenomenal. Someone says puke. It looks absolutely phenomenal. So that would be the only reason that I would ever go to a Red Lobster. But you know what? I just solved the problem for myself. I'm going to make one. I'll do a video of it this weekend because I don't drink during the week week anymore. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I can even drink before I do the podcast anymore because the podcast is terrible when I'm drunk. It really is. It's not, it's not funny. Right? I, if it were funny, I'd be okay with that. I'd say, all right, this was funny. It's not entertaining. It's nothing. I, I've listened to the show back a bunch of times now while I've had a drink. And I'm like, wow, this just sounds awful. My daughter is trying to get my attention. So let's do the right thing and be a good dad and give our, our uh, America's daughter. Dad, let's, let's give America's daughter some attention. Yes, honey. Okay, you can get a toy from down here, but you, honey, I need to do my podcast tonight, okay? I'm going to get a toy from back. <clears throat> All right, you go ahead. Um, so down in the basement, as those of you who don't know, Spazzing Out America's podcast is filmed and recorded and whatever you want to call it. It's done in the basement of my house, right uh, uh, a street back from the Revere Beach, from Revere Beach. I live up on Revere Beach, that which is one of the best beaches in America. Uh, people from Massachusetts would say no. If you're from anywhere else and you need to go to a vacation destination, I highly suggest you come to Revere Beach during the summertime when there's no COVID. It's awesome. Have good pizza up there too. You go check out Bianchi's. You'll love it. Good seafood at Kelly's. Revere Beach is great. So, okay, honey, you could take that. My, my daughter has found the toy that she would like. It's a Hatchimal. It's a Hatchimal, and she's going to take the Hatchimal upstairs, and she's going to enjoy Where the hell were we? We're talking about alcoholic beverages. So, first off, here, here's the beef that, that, that's happening in the house. My wife thinks I drink too much. She said, you've been drinking too much. And I say, well, I don't drink that much. I only drink Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I said, all right, maybe, you know what, maybe I, I, last week I drank on Thursday because I watched football. Seems like I might be one of the only people that watched football on Thursday. But I watched a little bit of football, so I had a drink when I watched ball. I, I drink. So she asked me if I could limit the amount that I drink. And I kind of took offense to that. I'm like, wow, I'm, what do you mean? I like to have a good drink. I work my ass off. Then I, I tried to find a reason not to drink. I was like, I forget it, man. I, I don't have to drink, and I really don't. I could go a really long time without having an alcoholic beverage. I I could just tell you this. I am not my best. I am not at my best when I'm drinking, but I feel the best when I'm drinking. If that makes sense to you guys. The podcast might not be good when I've had an alcoholic beverage. I can tell you what. Sunday's podcast that I recorded that you heard Monday. When I recorded it, bro, I thought it was the best podcast ever. I was like, this is the boss. Woo! I felt fantastic phenomenal. I felt the best, but the product was not. I listened to it. I've read emails on it. I've had friends reach out to me and say, hey, podcast sucks when you're drunk. And I agree. It does. And I'm kind of torn on that because it's tough when I do the podcast. So I don't know what else to do it because I want to have a drink on Sunday. Like every other red-blooded American that's watching football, I want to have a drink. So I will do my best not to drink before the podcast, but I can't promise anything. I can't promise if I come on here, I'm going to be hamming it on. I can promise you this. I will always, someone's finished rooms. I, I will always be here. I'll tell you that. I will always record the podcast, good, bad, or indifferent. I'll be here. The quality might not be always as good. So I want to go to Red Lobster or I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to go get a Mountain Dew. You know what I'll do? You don't, dude. Have you guys ever had the Mountain Dew Icy from Taco Bell? The Mountain Dew Icy from Taco Bell is phenomenal. I highly suggest you get it. If you don't like Taco Bell, which I wouldn't see why you wouldn't. It's the only place to get tacos. If you get tacos from anywhere else, you're not. Like, Taco Bell has an American taco. If you go to, like, Margaritas, you get a Mexican taco, and those suck. If you go to uh, the Cantilla or whatever, whatever it's called, and you get a taco, it's a Mexican taco and it's garbage. If you go to Taco Bell, you get an American taco. It's just like when you get Chinese food, you get American Chinese food. You don't actually get Chinese food. When you get Japanese food, you get Japanese American, not Chinese. When you, when you get Italian, you're actually getting Italian American, not real Italian. When you get pizza, it's American pizza, bro. It's not, it's, not any, it's not anywhere else. So go to Taco Bell and get that Mountain Dew Icy. I think it's like blue. I'm going to do that. 
and I'm going to put some tequila in it, and I'll review that, and then I will just do the straight up review of Mountain Dew and tequila and tell you how it tastes, and if I don't like either of them, then I will go find, I don't even know where there is a Red Lobster around here, if there is one in Massachusetts, I have no clue, I'll go, I'll go there, I'm going to have to order food because there's a stupid rule in Massachusetts that you have to eat to drink, which I hate, I do not like to eat when I drink, I like to drink, then eat, I don't like to eat and drink, it sucks, I like to get drunk, and then I like to eat. Spilt milk. I talked earlier, I, like 10 minutes ago, I talked about, had, had I ever mentioned on the show that, that I don't like dogs. To be clear, and we'll get right through it, but I just want to bitch about it because it's spilt milk. What is spilt milk? Spilt milk is when something happens in your house that absolutely takes away the problems from the problems of the day. So let's, let's just say there is a big, let's just say you, you lived in California and the wildfires were coming towards your house. They were like two streets away and the police officer was like, hey, you got to go. And you, in the moment, you're like, yeah, 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 I got to go, I got to go. And then you realize that your daughter just shit her pants and you got to change her diaper. Everything else stops. The world ends. Now you have spilt milk. Everything is over. It's like, oh, no, I can't leave my daughter to shit herself. So anything that happens in your house, it makes you forget about the real issues of the day because now that's your problem. It's like when I'm doing my podcast and my daughter comes down looking for a toy. Well, the podcast doesn't exist anymore because now I have spilt milk. I got to find her a toy. You get get where I'm going? So um, at, this is my spilt milk. I, I'm sleeping. This is what, first off, I don't hate dogs. I'm just not a dog person. If you want to have a dog, great. You want to be miserable and you want to walk that thing at five in the morning and you want to walk it, find someone to walk it in the middle of the day and you want to walk that thing when you get home from work, bro, good for you. You want to do that? Go ahead. I don't want to add that kind of aggravation to my life. I don't need it. I have kids. That's all, that's all I need. Kids are enough aggravation. I've, I got to make my bed. That's enough aggravation. I Please. So my, my bed, my, my bed, bro, I, I have to make my blanket every day. My blanket has a blanket. My blanket has a blanket. Every day, I have to fix the blanket that covers my blanket. People call it a duvet cover. I call it a $100 blanket that covers my blanket. These are the kind of things I don't need in my life. I'm a very simple person. I, I believe in the, the Mark Zuckerberg wear the same t-shirt every day type thing. The Steve Jobs just wear black shirts. The, the Einstein wear the same suit every day. I want simplicity. I don't want to have to think now, last night, we already know I don't like dogs. I have two of them. They're not my dogs. They're Kaylee's dogs. But that's it. You know, you get you 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 have a wife. You know, you can't just get rid of the kids. You can't just get rid of the dog. So I have two dogs. One of them is called Daddy. We talk about it a lot. Daddy's ready to go. She should be put to sleep. But it's not my dog, so I can't decide when she gets killed and when she doesn't. But if it were me, she would have been killed a long time ago. It's time for her to go. And, and honestly, it's really time for her to go. It's not like, oh, I'm being a dick. It's time for her to go. Then we have Scout, who is just an annoying little dog. He's like this big. I, I don't know if he's a Yorkshire Terrier. I have no idea. I don't care enough to, to, to care to find out what kind of dog he is. All I can tell you is he's annoying. And he barks and he barks. That's all he does. He barks and barks and barks and barks and, and barks. And he barks at the worst times. When you're just, when you're trying to chill. When, you, when you're just trying to relax. He's like, bah, bah, bah. Last night, it was a tough night. Last night, I'm sleeping on the couch. Which, uh, I'm out, you know, I, I tend to fall asleep on the couch when I'm binge watching something. So I'm, I'm snoozing. And it's like, one in the morning, Scout comes up. He starts barking. And I'm like, dude, shut up. So I, I knew he had to go out. It's one. So maybe it's my fault. It's one o'clock in the morning and I'm like, ah, I don't want to, bro. I don't want to take you out. I don't want to deal with this. Please. You're not even my dog. So I just try to be quiet about it. Maybe it'll wake Kaylee up and Kaylee will take him out. So now one thirty comes by. He's still barking, bitching, moaning. So then I yell. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. That wakes Kaylee up. She goes, what's your problem? And I'm like, the dog won't shut up. I'm trying to sleep. So she takes the dog into the bedroom. You can still hear the thing bark. You know how it, it's like you're listening even harder. So you're trying to get back to sleep. But the sound that's still there might be faint. So you listen harder. You, you're listening for it even more intently. So I'm more intently listening for Scout to bark. Even though I'm trying to sleep and I can hear him. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I could have killed him. 
Two o'clock rolls by. Finally, I, I get up. I go into the room and I'm like, dude, I'm like, just shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. She's like, you know, oh, he's not feeling good or something. I'm like, nope. He needs to go out for a walk. You need to take him off for work. I'm not taking him off for work, but I don't want to get into it. Fine. I go lay back down. Fi- finally, three o'clock rolls by. I can't handle it anymore. I got to take the stupid dog for a walk. So I take the dog for a walk around the block. He doesn't go to the bathroom. I know he has to go to the bathroom. So now I walk around the block again. He doesn't go. So I got to walk around again. Finally, on the third time, he finally goes to the bathroom, goes into the house. He shuts up. Now it's like 3.40 for me, and I can't go back to sleep. So now I'm wide awake. I had just went to bed at like midnight or 12.30. I think, you know what? I was watching the game. Was that last night? Yes. I, I was watching the um, whatever game Guskowski was in that he missed three field goals and an extra point. Uh, I, I watched the game. Game's over. I couldn't sleep. Dog, bro, I can't handle it. Don't have a dog. You're an idiot. I don't know why anybody would want to deal with that hassle. If I had no dog, the dog doesn't bark. You know what kind of dogs don't bark? The kind that you don't have. You know what the kind of dogs you don't have to feed? The kind you don't have. All right. Sick of bitching about dogs. We did get to, listen, before we got to the dogs, we got to the important story, which is that you should go to Red Lobster because when you have a dog, you need alcoholic beverages and you need to try a do garita. Go try a do garita. It's Mountain Dew and tequila. It's a Mountain Dew margarita. Check it out. I don't know what I'm more upset about because this kind of goes into more spilt milk. Remote school, school has started. Kids are back to school. Some schools are doing the, 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 I don't know, you go to school two days, you're home for three days, school, I don't know what the hell they're calling it. My, my schools, my kids' schools are not doing it. My kids are fully remote. They're home, they're being homeschooled, and it sucks for me. And I know it suck. It has to suck for other people because I don't know how you're gonna. I don't know how you're gonna do it. Now, I have to take one day off. Like, so I'm either taking Mondays or Fridays off, and I will stay home. And this is gonna be god awful for my kids. I'm gonna have both my kids, my son Narium and my daughter Presley, either on Monday or Friday, whichever day it pans out to be. But it'll be one day a week where I'm going to be the homeschooler. I'm gonna be the person that's gonna be home. Now, I, I can handle it. No big deal. Sit my kids down. They're going to do their work because they, if they don't, it's going to be a problem. But when I'm not working, I'm not making money. I don't have one of those jobs where I get paid for staying home. I can't bang in sick. I, I own the company. It's my business. I, if I don't work, I don't get paid. That's just how it is. If I'm not out hustling, there's no money coming in my pocket. There's no help. I'm not getting anything. But yet, and I haven't met the teachers yet, and tomorrow, and let me be clear. Wait, wait, wait let me be clear. I feel like I shouldn't have to meet the teachers. I'm the dad. I'll tell you this straight up. And I said it to Kaylee. I said, look, I will I will homeschool both kids, myself. If you call your father, her dad lives down in Florida. I go, you go get Steve Lombardo. Get his ass on the phone right now. I got one question for him. My question would be this. Steve, name one of Kaylee's teachers. Just one. I, and I don't care what year. You could go from kindergarten until she graduated high school. Name one. And if this man could name one, I would I would do the homeschooling for the rest of the year myself. He can't. I, he, why? Because dads work. Dads don't do the schoolwork, man. Dads go to work. Dad works. Dad takes care of the family. Dad pays the bills, puts food on the table, roof over the, he- the head, gas, electric, car. All that shit. That's what dad does. Dad doesn't homeschool. Dad's not homeschooling shit. But it's a new time. It's a new era. And dad's got to homeschool. Dad's got to take a day off from work. And he's got to sit his ass down. And he's got to get in front of the computer with the kids. He's got to meet the teacher tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm going to... My son's 12 years old. My son Narim is 12. I have never met any of his teachers. I don't, and I don't care if you call me a bad dad because I'm not. I could care less what you think. I've never met his teachers. His mother handles that shit. Let me say that again. Uh, let me let me put it in, in terms that you people can understand. I have balls. I'm a man. And men work. And women take care of the kids. Yeah, I just said it. And, and, and the wife takes the kids to school. And dad doesn't want to hear from about it. Period. That's it. Done. I, I pay the bills, I don't deal with school. Because I have nuts between my legs. Big, hairy, fucking balls. 
small penis, but big hairy fucking balls between my legs that says I'm a man and I do man's work. I don't take the kids to school. But it's a new time. It's a new era. Our balls are small, bro. We got tiny, tiny balls. Tiny, tiny little balls. And we do schoolwork now. We read books with the kids. We color with the kids. We do all the things that our fathers never did with us, with our kids now. So, tomorrow, I will meet the first teacher I've ever met. I've been a dad for 12 years and I've never met a teacher, and except for my brother Mike. I mean, I've met teachers. I mean, my kids' teachers. This will be the first time I meet one of my kids' teachers. Miss Lee sounds like a very nice lady. Her name's Stacy, Stacy Lee. And in Rivera, I'm, I'm at, looking forward to meeting her. Nothing against her. I don't. It's like the dogs. I have nothing against dogs. I just don't want a dog. I have nothing against teachers and kid p- teachers teaching my kids. I just I want to go to work. I want to be at work. That's what I do. I work. I'm the working class man. I make sure that food is put on the table. I don't make sure my kids know the ABCs. I got YouTube for that. If I want my kids to learn fucking ABCs and the teachers can't do it, put on YouTube. Leave dad alone. He's doing his podcast. Leave dad alone. He's building take junk. Leave dad alone. He's trying to buy a house to grow the real estate investment company. Leave dad alone. He's working on box spring wood. Leave dad alone. He's trying to start a run company. The guy's trying to make the American dream. But here we are. I'm, I'm like uh, 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 Tywin Lannister or whatever the Lannister father, where I got to teach my imp ass kid how to read, or, or I got to teach the. Actually, it was the 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 the. The, the guy with no hand, he he had a, he couldn't read, so his dad had to teach him. And now, great, I have to do I'm, I'm just more pissed. You know what? I don't even care about remote schooling. I'm just pissed that I have to do it. Yeah, I've said it. I'm aggravated that I have to do it. I am aggravated that I have to actually do it. On top of the fact that I feel like I should be paid to do it. I want to be paid to do it. I pay taxes, which pay teachers. You are my paid babysitter. I pay you to babysit my kid, now you're not babysitting my kid, and I have to babysit my kid, while you're on the other side of the computer, well, I don't want that crap, I want to be paid, so whatever a day's pay is for a teacher, I want that, I want that in a check sent to my house here in Revere, whatever day I'm stuck home watching my two kids, I want one from both schools, my son goes to school in Rehoboth, I want a check from Rehoboth, for my piece of, of what it would have cost you guys to watch my kid. And then I want one from Revere. Because I'm paying it anyways. And you and, and I already talked to... I, listen, my brother's a teacher. He's like, oh, kid, we're at work. We're working. No, you're not working. I don't consider you educating my kid your job. I consider your job watching my kid. Babysit my kid. I don't, Listen, if my kid learns, he learns. If he doesn't learn, oh well. He's going to have a tough-ass life. And it's going to suck. And he's going to be digging ditches. And that's going to be his plot in life. He'll clean toilets if he doesn't want to learn. That's his fault. I'll push him to learn. I'll say, hey, bro, your grades suck. I'm taking away electronics. But ultimately, if you don't want to learn, he's not going to learn. All I need you to do is babysit my kids so that I can work. How can America move on? How can the economy get back to work if we can't fucking work? How is that possible? How do you expect anybody to get anything done when we have to be home educating our kids? How is it possible? Who's do I want to know what the hell you guys are doing. How are you doing it? How in the hell are you watching your kids at home and still fucking working? I can't load trucks from home, bro. I can't. I can do the podcast from home, sure. But guess what? The podcast, it don't pay. I ain't making any money on the podcast yet. Maybe someday I will. Who knows? But right now, this thing ain't paying a goddamn dime. And... and I can't drink, so I can't relax, because when I drink, you guys don't like the podcast, so I can't get drunk and do the podcast, so it's not fun anymore. I can't, it's, it's still fun. But, you get my point. And I'm, here's where I'm at. I'm, I'm going to make a suggestion. This is where I'm at with COVID. We know the danger of COVID. We know that it's dangerous, and that it kills people. But so don't other things. Walking into the middle of the street, Right when when you're one of those people that thinks that you can walk across the crosswalk because there's a sign that says pedestrians have the right of way, you're an idiot. You're gonna get killed, but you still take the risk. You walk because most drivers are are looking. Luckily, I mean, some people are, all it's gonna take is some dude who's text messaging and he, and you're gonna walk into the crosswalk because you think you're Superman because you think there's a sign that says oh pedestrians got the right of way. You're gonna get dusted. 
But that's the risk you take. When you play football, you take a risk that you're going to get that CTE or whatever the hell it's called, and your brain's going to be mush. When you fight and you're a boxer, your brain's going to be mush. You know the risk. You know the risk. But we know the risk. Open up the country. Open it up. And let us decide. If I have decided that the risk of catching COVID is so bad, then I won't go to a restaurant. I will stay away from you. I will decide. Open this bitch up. Open it up. Someone just said New Haven pizza is the best. Yay and nay. I've never had it, bro. But if if it ain't cheese pizza, I'm not eating it. I'll have to try it. I'll check it out. But look, let us decide. Let us open the schools. Open the schools fully and let the parents decide. If you don't want your kid to go to school, then you can be remote and your kids can stay home. Me, I need my kids to go to school. It's a necessity. I, I'm already talking about with my, with my with with the moms. I'm saying, hey, what's more important here? Going broke or our kids' education? The education's huge. I'm not down in it. It's it's very important. So please don't take me the wrong way. But if I can't make money because I'm home teaching them, we're dead. You can't do shit without money. I'm sorry, you can't. And anybody that tells you otherwise, they don't know where to shop or they're full of shit. You can't do anything without money. If you got money, you can educate your kids. You'll get your kids a damn education. If you got money, you'll beat COVID. You'll beat it because you got loot. Dude, if you got AIDS and you got money, you beat it. You beat AIDS. Magic Johnson beat AIDS because he got money. But I can't make money because I got to be home teaching my damn kids. So, let America decide. We're not dumb. I understand that there are a lot of dumb people. A lot. And that's why we have a ridiculous amount of dumb laws. And that is probably why you're like, hey, stay home because you're all morons. But what else are we supposed to do? Now, I'm going to, just for a sec, get dead serious with you guys without yelling, screaming, and being passionate because I'm passionate about it. What else are we supposed to do? I'm, I'm dead serious. What are we supposed to do? How can I run a business, a small business? How can I be a small business owner and not work? And stay home. How can I be in that? I can't. My business will die. My business is already crushed by coronavirus. It's it's barely staying alive. It's going. It's going okay. It's starting to bounce back. But without me, if I can't fucking work, it dies. If I'm not there, it is fucking dead. If I'm teaching my kids, you can kiss my company goodbye. I'll call another junk removal company to come and pick up my fucking trucks. Why? So that I can homeschool my kids while you get paid? I was reading one of the emails to the teacher. Oh, we're going to get through this together. Are we going to get through this together? You're getting paid. I'm not. Are you going to pay me while I'm sitting here? We're not getting through this together. You're getting paid on the other end of the of, of the computer screen. I'm not. I'm not getting paid. Nope. No pay here. The only thing I get is the gratification of, of watching my son fart and breathe it in and laugh while he's on the computer. <laughs> and then he and my daughter be like, Nariam, leave me alone, Nariam. No. No. Can't. We need to get back to work. We need to open this country up. We need to get people making money. Do it the safe way. Yes. Do it the safe way, 100%. But if we don't get back to work and we don't get our kids, if the babysitters, bro, the babysitters are key. If the babysitters, the teachers, can't babysit our kids, we can't get back to work. Dude, I will do any job. I'm not like most Americans. I'm not like the, the, the lazy Americans that are like, there's no work. There's tons of work. Amazon's hiring. They want to hire like a million people. If I didn't have a job, I'll go work at Amazon. I'll do anything. I am the guy that will clean shit out of your toilet. I've done it. I will do it. I want to work. I want to make money. I don't want to be home. I want to take care of my family. That's why I pay you to babysit my kid. And now I got to sit in front of the portal. And my kids are going to be stressed out. The kids are going to be stressed out to no end. The, the kids are going to be absolutely stressed out, sitting in front of their computers, trying to figure out what's going on. It's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare for everyone. And what's worse 
is it's not going to be productive. It might be, maybe, maybe my kids will learn something. I don't know, but it's not going to be productive for me. It's going to take, listen, four, four days a month of pay coming out of my pocket. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. I don't know what you make. For, I, I, I get into what the fuck I make, but, um, you know what? Sometimes it, it, it different. You know what? Some days I might make. You know what? I I we're not gonna get into it. It's one of those things where I, I'm not gonna get dig myself into a hole about the amount of money I make. But all I can tell you this is, if I'm not getting paid for one day, it's a fucking problem. Whether it's ten bucks, a hundred bucks, two hundred, or three hundred, whatever the fucking number is, whatever I might get paid for that one day, times times four for a whole fucking year, I'm not gonna get that money. Because I don't, I, I'm, I'm not a salary employee. I'm a hustle employee. That's my job. I am a hustle employee. Hustle. If I don't hustle, I don't get paid. If I'm home, I don't get paid. When I take vacation, I don't get paid. Sure, is it my company? Could I take the money? Yeah, but that's how you kill your company. So if you don't work, you don't get paid. If you don't show up to work to load trucks, bro, you ain't getting paid. All right. On from that topic, it's going to be bad. We'll, we'll, this is going to be a an ongoing conversation on America's podcast about what a disaster homeschooling is. Literally, I, I have to tonight before after I'm done with the podcast, I got to get on to these Chromebooks and I got to set them up uh, for for Presley. And Nariem's going to end up setting up his, but I got to set up Presley's and get into this the Zoom meeting thing and get it all set up. It's ridiculous. I can't. I'm out, man. I'm out. I don't think my daughter should go to school this year. It's ridiculous. I, she, she, it's fucking kindergarten. She's going to be fine. Um, all right. Next up on, on, on the thing. This, God, man, there's so many things to talk about. Real quick. Uh, NFL. Eh, uh, sheriffs. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the United States. There's a study in the news. Study in the news that the image of the United States is plummeting internationally. What, what does this mean? It means that everybody else, all the other countries, view the United States in a poor light. Hear me here for a second. And think about it. Let's just just take a sec. This is a second on America's podcast where you get to think for the obvious. The study has proven that Americans across the world are viewed badly. That the United States, outside of the United States, is viewed badly by a, a huge majority. Other countries don't like us. Of course they don't like us. I, when, they, when we hear studies like this, I want to laugh. And do why don't they like us? Because the baby, here, here's an example. When you take the ball from the baby, the baby gets pissed. And that's what we've done here in the United States. We have stopped the bleeding of funding other countries, giving international money to other countries. So we, we, we stopped handing out money like it was going out of style to other countries to make them happy. We started putting tariffs on other countries to bring to bring companies, businesses, and jobs back to the United States. We've made a major push to create stuff here in America. We've made a major push to have our own oil, to have our own products. We have looked around the world and said, hey, America is first, then you. If you want money from us, we want favorable trade deals. If you can't give us favorable trade deals, fuck off. So, yep, everybody... All the other countries look at the United States and they're pissed because for many years they were taking advantage of us. For many years, other countries were sucking off the lucrative teat of fucking America for many years. And now we don't do it anymore. Now we've said, whoa, whoa, you want military back from us? Well, we want something for it. We're not just going to back your ass to be your ally. We're going to back you. We want something in return. Oh, you want American jobs? Well, you're going to have to pay a higher tax rate because otherwise we want the jobs here in the United States. Oh, you want us to, to buy goods from your country? Well, if you're going to buy, if we're going to buy from you, you're going to buy it here. We no longer bend over for other countries. So that is why we don't have a favorable outlook. That's why other countries look at the United States and they say, ah, ah, we hate the U.S. You hate us. <laughs> you hate us because you ain't us, right? They're mad because we took the ball. We took it back from them. We said, no, we come first. We make money first. We are the big, uh, the United States of America is the biggest funder of programs in other countries than any other country. Does that make sense to you? We fund and give relief to so many other countries. We're the biggest relief fund. 
And now we're like, whoa, you want relief? You want money from us? What are you going to give me? What do I get? Let me hold that back. What do I get? You get the president of the United States. We'll just use TikTok, for example, that says, hey, TikTok's widely popular in the United States. 100 million people in the United States use TikTok. TikTok ain't going to be fucking non-American anymore. America's going to get a stake in it. I want an American company to be running it, which Oracle's going to be running it now. They're not going to have full ownership. The deal's not been signed off on yet. But the president says, whoa, America first. Excuse me. The president is like this, right? He buys a pizza. I'm going to make it nice and easy for you guys to use cheese pizza because I love cheese pizza. He buys a pizza. And then let's say you got all your boys over. He buys a pizza and all your boys, you open up that thing and all your boys go to grab a slice of pizza. And then the president slaps everybody's hand. Slap, 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 slap. Says, what are you doing? Oh man, we thought you, we, we got some pizza. But like, yeah, we got pizza. First things first, I get the fucking first pick. America gets to eat first. We eat first. Then you can have some. Now, if you want first pick, you can have it. What are you going to do for me? There's no more just take from the United States. We say, oh, you want the first slice? Fine. What do I get? What are you giving me so you can have first slice? Oh, you're giving me nothing? You don't get first slice. See you later. Then you go for that. that that's you. You say, see you later, England. Right. Then you go over here and you say, Russia, you want first slice? Yeah, 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 yeah. We want first slice. What am I getting? Nothing. Bye. China, you want first slice? Yeah, we want first slice. What am I getting? Nothing. Bye. That's what we're doing. Here in the United States, we're done buying pizzas for other countries. We're buying pizza for ourselves. We eat first. You eat second. And yeah, it's tough on some companies because their infrastructure is out of the United States. It's in China or it's in other countries. It's in India. It's wherever. But as long as we continue to bring it back here, we'll have more jobs here. We'll have a better country. We'll have a stronger infrastructure. And then the best thing about it is the products will be made here and we won't need to rely on other countries. It's like when the PPE shortage happened. If we actually just made them here in the United States, we would have had them. We wouldn't have had to beg China. Robert Kraft wouldn't have had to sneak his plane over to China to get them because we would have made them right here. And it pisses people off because the bullies and the people that take advantage of you get upset when you cut them off. When you've said, I've had enough, you can't drink my milk anymore, you're not getting any of my damn pizza, no, and then they get pissed. So that is why people around the world and countries around the world dislike us because we're first, because we have finally said, we've grown some balls here in the United States and said, wait a second, what? We're not bending over for you. If we bend over, you're going to give us something, otherwise we are not bending over. It's not happening. We're number one. There is no, let, let's be buddies with other countries. They're not our buddies. They're only our buddies until they don't need us anymore. Other countries are, are like friends that scurry, that take off. Here's an example, bro. Here, here's a stand story. This is, this is what other countries are like. When I was a kid, and when I first got my license, my dad had a not the not the not the bomb ass minivan, man. The, uh, uh, not the minivan, the uh, uh, the Astro van. The Astro van was bomb. Before the Astro van, my father had a had a bigger van. It was a it was a brown van. I think it was a Ford. And it, and it and it seated a lot of people. And I just got my license, and my dad was like, you know what? And, and this was like a surprising moment, but I think he I think he set me up because he fucking knew the car was gonna die. So he says, hey, here's the keys to to the Ford. Go ahead, because I, th- I don't know if we were going to football. I have no idea what we were doing, but I picked up a ton of people. I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and I went and I picked up like 10 people. And my father said to me, he said, hey, you got to go put oil in the thing before you go do anything. I said, yeah, yeah, sure. I never put oil in it. It's like the hottest day of the year. It's like 109 degrees out, and I'm driving by Jack's Variety in Woburn, and forget it. The engine seizes. Poof. You could hear, the, I, I think, the piston or whatever. The, the rod probably went through the fucking engine, right? The thing was toast done and i knew it immediately i was like oh shit and and now this isn't there's no cell phones none of that shit you remembered your home phone number you had to go yeah i I, dude i I was right in front of jacks and i had to get out and i had to collect call my father on a pay phone i had to collect call him collect call him imagine you're my dad who's as cheap as they come takes the fucking collect call and then i gotta give him the bad news but there's a lesson behind all this shit because once the car broke down 
All those people, they ran like rats. They didn't need me anymore. No one stood, no one stayed there with me while I was about to take major heat from my father, while my car, my dad's car, was blocking traffic on Route 38. These motherfuckers ran like rats because they didn't need me anymore. That's like other countries. Our allies, they're allies till we don't need them anymore. They're allies till we say, hey, we got to go to war together. They run. So, you know, finally I get my dad on the phone. I'm like, dad, um, uh, something happened to the car. He knew right away. He didn't even like, all he said was, where are you? I go, I'm out in front of Jack's. Click. Hangs up the fucking phone. Tow truck shows up. Thing gets, now, tow truck shows up. Not my dad. Tow truck shows up. Guy, guy grabs the, gr- grabs the, uh, uh, cranks the, cranks the thing up. You know, take, starts taking away. Say, hey, you know, you're going to give me a ride home? He's like, nope, nope. Your father said no. So, the, and, the, and, the, and the tow truck driver was like an old grizzled dude like my dad. My, he said no. And he also said, you got to pay the bill. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't have that kind of money. He's like, you don't have to pay it. Guy looked at me right there. He said, you don't have to pay it now. He goes, but you got to pay, you, your father said you got to pay the bill. You go work it out with your dad. So boom, I walk home. It's, it's not that far. Maybe it's like three miles. No big deal. I get home, kid, forget it. Forget it. I mean, you could hear a pin drop in there, dude. I walked in. You know, like when you think you could come in the house mad slow, the door was louder than normal. It was like, Aah! I was like, Aah! I get in the house. My father just looks at me. He goes, just you? And I'm like, yeah. So like, well, where's everybody else? And I was like, what? What do you mean? He goes, well, where's everybody? He got all mad. He goes, where's everybody else? I dig on. They they left. He goes, they left after the car got towed. I go, no, they they left like right when the car broke down. He goes, so all your friends, all your buddies, all these kids that are your so-called buddies ran off when your car broke down. The second it broke down, that he was pissed. He goes, the second it broke down, they left, right? And I said, yeah. And he goes, none of them are your friends. Not one of them. Not one of them. He goes, anybody that was in that van that took off on you is nothing. They don't mean, they're not your friend. They're garbage, right? He was dead right. None of my real buddies were in there. I don't think my buddy Gavi was in there. My buddy Laugh wasn't in there. Um, geez, I, I, you know, my buddy Rob Peel. Those would be the only people that would really stay, right? So first off, he just, he teaches me the straight up lesson that, hey, those people don't care about you. So that was like like nice to start because he didn't beat the shit out of me yet. He didn't, I didn't get my ass kicked yet. He got to the point of, do you understand what just happened? That when the shit, as he put it, when the shit hits the fan, you'll find out who your friends are. And now you've realized that you just blew up my car with all your buddies that all took off on you. And I said, oh yeah, dad, I, I'm so sorry. I, 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 yeah, kid, forget it. Forget it. Old man was like, Sorry. Sorry, gonna put my car back together. Sorry, gonna put oil in that thing. Sorry, gonna pay the bill. I was like, oh shit. He just looks at me, almost like he's like, easy way or the hard way. And normally with my dad, I take the hard way. I tell him, I'd be like, yep, hard way, come get me. And I'd run, and the dude was mad quick. He'd get me every time. But on that instant, I knew I fucked up. I took it. I was a little bit older. I took it. I say, hey, and imagine this. I'm like 16 years old, and I'm still getting the fucking belt. And I'm like, all right, hard way, fucking fine. Hard way. Old man takes off the belt. Does a little snap, snap. I took it like a man. I I remember. I didn't even cry. I didn't cry. I took it like a man. I took my lumps. He got done. And he said, you're going to pay for that. He's like, I'm going to take that money from your work. And he's like, you're going to, not the the van. He's like, you're going to pay for the, for the tow. And he's going to figure something out with the truck. Now, Little did I know, uh, the next day, the guy had a uh, had an Astro van. I think he already had it planned. I think he knew the thing was going to die, and he set my ass up. But the lesson that I learned there, plain and simple, I already knew I was going to have to pay for it. That wasn't the lesson. The lesson was you'll know who the people are who care about you if they're there when the tough times come. When the hard times hit, your friends will still be there. It's the same thing with other countries and allies. You'll know who's really America's ally when the shit hits the fan. Who runs in the other direction? Who's going to still be there? So when the handouts stop going out, when we stop handing out pizzas to all the other countries, they're going to start hating. So that's why America is the most hated country in the world right now. According to this poll, we are the most hated country by foreign countries because they're pissed that we're pushing back. They're pissed that we're saying, hey, you're not really our boy. 
You're not my homie. You're not my ace. You're just here to take a slice of my pie. And I'm not giving you a slice of my pie unless I get something in return. And if you're not going to give me something in return, well, I'm going to eat this whole pizza and I'm going to feed it to the American people before I give you shit. You get nothing and Americans get stuff first. We clear on that? Good. Most hated. And, and to add, if you live in the United States currently and you're not happy here, please kindly pack your bags and get the fuck out. Bye. Go to one of these countries that don't like us and see how things go. For example, go to Indonesia where when you don't wear a mask for, uh, uh, a, because they have a COVID-19, the COVID-19 problem, they make you dig graves. Go to Russia where when you criticize the government, they kill you. Go to China where you have more than two kids, they kill the kid. Please, go to another country if you do not like living in the United States. And then kindly, we'll, we'll, we'll let you come back, but we'll rag on you and say, ah, ha, 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 we told you so. All right, next thing. Ah, shit, we're running out of time. Mm, mm, ah, let's do one more thing. We'll do the NFL ratings and I'll save the LeBron thing for tomorrow. So NFL ratings are in. Um, since we're talking about America, NFL ratings are in and the ratings are not good compared to last year. So, excuse me, a little gird there. There is one bright spot. There was one bright spot. But Thursday night's opener... The ratings were down significantly. The year before, they had like 22 million people. This year, it was like 16 or 15 million. The, the Sunday night football game, a year prior, was like 20 million. This year, it was like 14 million. There was one game that actually did better than any game and did well for Fox, which was the Brady game. And I suspect that that was just people wanting to see if Tom Brady was going to do well, so they tuned in into it. But resoundingly... Fans dropped out and didn't watch the NFL. And the biggest reason, according to a poll, that they didn't watch is they didn't want to see players protest. They didn't want to see the players kneeling for the national anthem. They've decided to boycott and to not watch the NFL for the year. And it's huge. That's a huge drop. The year before, you were at 22 million. This year, you're at 14. Why is that such a big problem this year? First off, there are no fans in the stands. No fans. That's not why there's a drop-off, but it's a revenue problem for the teams. The team's only source of income this year is coming from TV dollars and maybe a little bit of money that they would get from selling team logo shit. But the most money that they get is from ratings. They get their most money from the TV deals. And when their ratings are down, the deals get renegotiated. Right now, there's a they have a major-ass deal. They have a great deal. They, they're making billions of dollars. But at the end of the year... When their ratings are consistently lower, and they're big lower, and I am sure that <clears throat> I worked in entertainment, and there was a nice fat-ass clause in there about wages added up to ratings. If you got no ratings, bro, your shit's getting renegotiated, and I'm sure the TV, that, that NBC, CBS, uh, Fox, all have a deal that is based on ratings, and if the ratings aren't good, they get to renegotiate, and they get some of their money back. Here's how the saying goes. You guys get woke, you get broke. Or, or I'm sorry, it's get woke, go broke. The owners aren't going to put up for it. And apparently, the fans of the NFL are not going to tune in if the players are going to nail during the national anthem. Simple, simple thing. It's very simple. As a people, we love our country. We want to be united. We want to be one nation, one people, united. We want to salute and honor the flag, we want to salute and honor the national anthem, and we want to hold America top above all else. And your beefs with America can be had. You can bitch, you can protest, you can do what you want, but the one thing that we all come together on, that we all agree on, is that the flag represents our country, the American dream, and everything that's great about America, and the national anthem backs that up. And those things we don't protest. Those things we all stand in solidarity and we raise, our, we stand up, we put our hearts over our hand and we're proud. And that moment and that minute and 30 seconds, however long they drag out the national anthem, we are all Americans and we're all one. And then after that, you want to have your petty, or I don't want to call them petty, you want to protest, you want to do the right kind of protest where you bitch, you know, you go civil disobedience. Great. You do that. And now you're going to pay the price. You guys are getting fat paychecks. You're getting more money than you've ever gotten in the NFL. The NFL is starting to hand out tons of money. Tons. One of your quarterbacks is going to make $500 million. He's going to make no $100 million if you continue to protest. The American people don't want to watch it. They don't want to see their country hated on. 
No one does. They don't want to watch it, therefore they won't watch the NFL. And people would say, oh, they'll watch. Apparently they won't. 10 million decided not to. Almost 10 million. That is a lot of eyeballs. That's a lot of money that NFL owners are going to lose. I'm telling you right now, the NFL franchise owners are getting together and saying, shit, we have a major problem. Our opening day was down by 10 million viewers. This can't happen. We're fucked. They're going to want to renegotiate. They're going to want to take our billions. And these guys can't afford to do it. LA Rams just built a $3 billion stadium. They got to pay for that. The, the uh, Los Angeles, I mean, the Raiders have a $3 billion stadium. Jerry Jones built himself a $2.5 billion stadium. No one's going to sit in it. The only place they're getting money is from the TV deals. And the TV deals will be renegotiated if the ratings don't go back up. And the only way the ratings will go back up is if the NFL, Roger Goodell, put their get their balls back and say, hey, we support your movement. We support, we all support. Nobody wants to fucking see social injustice. <clears throat> we don't support rioting, looting, and scumbags. But we support equal for everybody. We support that. But you know what we don't support? Is kneeling for the national anthem, burning the flag. Dude, anybody burns the flag in front of me, and it's not a flag burial, that's going to be a fucking problem. Uh, we, don't, we don't support any of this. We don't support anti-America. And if you're, you, if you're anti-American and you don't like this country, quit, buy, leave, get out. And the NFL is going to learn. This is where you guys learn. Wait, let, let me tell you this. I said it yesterday. You, what, when you get them in the wallet, Oscar, Oscar at the country. I'm going to get you where it hurts. I'll get you in the wallet. I'll never forget it. And that's the truth. Once you get hit in the wallet, all your, you know, you're like, oh, I'm so righteous and I'm going to do all these things and, and you know, I'm going to nail for the anthem. You're not going to be nailing from the anthem when they say, yeah. You, did you see Pat? Let me ask you this. Did Patrick Mahomes nail? Did Pat Mahomes, did he fucking nail? He's like, shit, I'm not nailing. I got a $500 million contract. I got to deal with State Farm. I'm not getting on my knees. Hell no. Hell no. Why? Because he'd lose his deal. State Farm would say, shit, but people, aren't, people are pissed. They don't want to buy State Farm insurance because they think we're anti-American because one of our spokespeople got on his knee. Hell no. You, I got a, I do it up at Mahomes. I'm like, yeah, I got $500 million. Pfft, there's no injustice here. I got no injustice. I got $500 million. I'm standing. Simple. All right. That's it. Ratings are down in the NFL. If they don't get better, you will see the protests and the social injustice commentary and the political and the politics. We'll just call it politics. But politics will get taken out of sports when the owners start losing money. And they're going to start losing money when the ratings are down like that. When the ratings are down, revenue goes down. And when revenue goes down, people get fired. People don't get paid. And they get hit in the wallet. When people get hit in the wallet, their their principles go out the window. Their so-called, oh, I'm so righteous goes away when you lose your $500 million contract. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out America's Podcast.